Hello, today's episode will be This Week in Immigration, focusing on the policy updates coming from DHS, USCIS, and ICE. This will be a straightforward coverage based upon how immigration services are responding at this time. I'm Ian Gaines. Come join us beyond borders. The Department of State. The Department of State is temporarily suspending routine visa services at all U.S. embassies and consulates. Embassies and consulates will cancel all routine immigrant and non-immigrant visa appointments as of March 20th, 2020. As resources allow, embassies and consulates will continue to provide emergency and mission-critical visa services. Overseas missions will continue routine visa services as soon as possible. Services to U.S. citizens continue to be available. More information is available on each embassy's website. These changes does not affect the visa waiver program. Although all routine visa appointments are canceled, the machine-readable visa fee is valid and may be used for a visa appointment in the country where it is purchased within one year of the date of payment. Applicants who have an urgent matter and need to travel immediately should follow the guidance provided at the embassy's website to request an emergency appointment. The Department of Homeland Security The Department of Homeland Security announced it will defer the physical presence requirements associated with Form I-9. For employers with employees who are self-isolating or practicing other social distancing measures, they will not be required to review the employee's identity and employment authorization documents in presence of employee. Employers must inspect the Section 2 documents remotely and obtain, inspect, and retain copies of the documents within three business days for the purposes of completing Section 2. Employers should enter COVID-19 as the reason for the physical inspection delay within the information field once the physical inspection takes place after normal business resumes. These provisions may be implemented by employers for 60 days or within three business days after the completion of the instated national emergency, whichever the two comes first. Employers must provide written documentation of their remote onboarding and telework policies for each employee. Any future audits of subsequent forms I-9 would use the in-person completed date as a starting point. This provision only applies to employers and workplaces who are working remotely. No exceptions are being made at this time. Implemented on March 19, 2020, any employers who were served NOIs by the DHS in March who have not already responded will be granted an automatic 60-day extension from the effective date. United States Citizenship and Immigration Services, USCIS USCIS will accept all benefit forms and documents with reproduced original signatures, including the form I-129, for submissions dated March 21, 2020 and beyond. This means that a document may be scanned, faxed, photocopied, or similarly reproduced, provided that the copy must be of an original document containing an original handwritten signature, unless otherwise specified. For forms that require an original wet signature, USCIS will accept electronically reproduced original signatures for the duration of the national emergency. This temporary change only applies to signatures. Individuals or entities that submit documents bearing an electronical reproduced original signature must also retain copies of the original documents containing the wet signature. USCIS may at any time request the original documents, which if not produced, could negatively impact the adjudication of the immigration benefit. USCIS has suspended premium processing for all I-129 and I-140 petitions effective immediately. 
petitions that ARIA have a pending I-907 who receive no agency action on the case within the 15-day period will receive a refund on the premium processing filing fee. USCIS will reject the I-907 and return the filing fee for all petitions requesting premium processing that were mailed before March 20th, but not yet accepted. This temporary suspension includes petitions filed for the following categories, E1, E2, H1B, H2B, H3, L1A, L1B, LZ, O1, O2, P1, P1S, P2, P2S, P3, P3S, Q1, R1, TN1, and TN2. Also for EB1, EB2, and EB3. These measures include new premium processing requests for all H-1B petitions, including H-1B CAT for fiscal year 2021, petitions from previous fiscal years, and all H-1B petitions that are exempt from CAT. As of March 18th, USCIS has suspended routine in-person services until at least April 1st. USCIS staff will continue to perform duties that do not involve contact with the public. However, they will provide emergency services for limited situations. To schedule an emergency appointment, contact the USCIS Contact Center. USCIS domestic field offices will send notices to applicants and petitioners with scheduled appointments and naturalization ceremonies impacted by this closure. Asylum offices will send interview cancellation notices and automatically reschedule asylum interviews. When the interview is scheduled, asylum applicants will receive a new interview notice with a new time, date, and location for the interview. When the agency again resumes normal operations, USCIS will automatically reschedule application support center appointments due to the office closure. You will receive a new appointment letter in the mail. Individuals who had InfoPass or other appointments at the field office must reschedule through the USCIS Contact Center once field offices reopen to the public. U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement, ICE. ICE Enforcement and Removal Operations, ERO, will focus enforcement on public safety risks and individuals subject to mandatory detention based on criminal grounds. For those individuals who do not fall into those categories, ERO will exercise discretion to delay enforcement actions until after the crisis or utilize alternatives to detention as appropriate. Homeland Security investigations will continue to carry out mission-critical criminal investigations and enforcement operations as determined necessary to maintain public safety and national security. Examples include investigations into child exploitation, gains, narcotics trafficking, human trafficking, human smuggling, and continued participation on the Joint Terrorism Task Force. ICE will not be making arrests at hospitals. As a policy, they state that ICE does not conduct enforcement operations at medical facilities except under extraordinary circumstances. Individuals affected should continue to seek medical care. Ami and Gaines continue to follow Immigration Nurse for more news and immigration updates.